Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Bring It On Podcast. I am Erin. I am your host. I might be a bit crazy, sometimes obsessed, a little bit overdramatic probably sometimes, but hey, I'm passionate about what I believe in, and I'm not scared to speak it out loud. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. So, that being said, let's go. Good morning and happy Wednesday, friends. Happy hump day, October 26th, 2022. It is T-minus two days until my birthday. I must be, I'm, I'm like a kid. I still get excited about my birthday. <laughs> it's okay though. Like, it's okay if you're not excited about your birthday. Like, if you get all tripped up in your head about getting older and aging and all that shit, then maybe you shouldn't be, or maybe you should be more excited about your birthday because, like, listen, I've made it this far and I'm still here. And um, my life is pretty good. My health is really good. Probably the best it's ever been. And uh, like, I've survived all the shit. I have survived all of the things that were hard and like got dropped in my lap or thrown in my face or whatever. All those things, I've survived those. That's something to be said for that. Almost 46 years of stuff. Some of it, you know, a lot of it's been good. Most of it's good. Some shit's been bad, but everybody's got their bad. Everybody's got their difficult and, uh, you know, that's just life. That's just part of life, part of growing, part of learning. You know, every day is a learning experience. You should like learn something new every day. I really try to ascribe to that. So welcome to your Wednesday edition of WTF. Guess what? It's Wednesday. <laughs> um, It's not Thursday. I had every intention of recording yesterday, but it just didn't happen. I started and then somebody walked in the door and um, then uh, was here for a little while, and which was awesome. And just, I didn't get it done. So here we are on Wednesday, which is cool because I wasn't going to record WTF yesterday. Um, that was not my intention. I was had other things on my mind. So today for Why the Fitness, we are going to talk about giving yourself a carrot to chase. What, Aaron? What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, this is what I'm talking about. All right, so in 20, June of 2021, I crossed the finish line of uh, the Half Iron Man in Des Moines, right? Everybody's seen the picture, the finish line photo that has, um, <laughs> that surprised me by coming across in my email because it was not in my finisher photos. So like when you do a race, you can get, there's photographers on the course because it's a big deal. Like you guys, it's a big deal when you do something like this, even if it's like, quote, just a 5k, that's still a big deal. Like in two or a week and a half, our girls on the run team is having their 5k. We do our year ending 5k. It's and 3.1 miles is kind of a long ways to run, especially when you're like third through sixth grade and not a seasoned runner. I mean, granted, it's easy for some of these girls because they're just, 
natural runners or they're, you know, have some, you know, sports and they run a lot already. Like if you play soccer, you run a lot. If you play basketball, you run a lot, typically. Excuse me, dang. Um, but that carrot, and what I'm talking about, the carrot, the carrot is the race. So this is why I do so many of these races. And this is why a lot of us do so many of these races. Um, not just because they are fun. It's a great challenge. It's a great way to push yourself, but it is something to work towards. If you put a date on your calendar, you register, you put some skin in the game, you spent some money to register for this race, and you've never done a race before, you feel some pressure. That's good pressure. That's good pressure, you guys. Not all pressure is bad. That's good pressure because it's going to push you to work. It's going to push you to do some work, to train, because you don't want to go out there completely untrained and just like not be able to do it. That sucks. A DNF is shitty. A DNS is shitty too. Did not finish, did not start. I've got one did not start because I forgot I registered for a triathlon and I didn't go do it. (laughs) Whoops. But I mean, it's not the end of the world because I've done it before and I've done a lot of them. But so like the race is just a carrot. It gives you something to chase. You know, picture you've got, you're holding on to a fishing pole and you tie a carrot at the end of the fishing pole and you have the fishing pole extended out in front of you. Something to chase. It gives you something to work towards. We need something to work towards because not a lot of us are intrinsically motivated. Everybody's looking for some sort of outside motivation. Well, listen up, fuckers. You register for a race. That's some external motivation. It is. And um, if it scares you, that's a whole lot of um, external motivation. Because if if you register to do something scary, like that first uh, triathlon for me, I was scared shitless. And it was only a 400-yard swim. But to me, that 400 yards was like an eternity because I am not a strong swimmer. I knew I would be fine. I can ride a bike, whatever. I can run, whatever. If I have to walk it, I can walk it. But that at that point in time, I had progressed enough in my training and my fitness to be able to go out and run a 5K and be just fine. But that swim thing, that was the thing. That was the hang up. And it was scary for me because like, I mean, I know I can swim, but like to go out there and compete, you know, because I compete, I'm a competitive person. I want to like do my best. You know, it'd be awesome if I would go out there and whip everybody else's ass. That'd be awesome. But <laughs> for my first race, I, I that was highly doubtful because A, I knew I had not put in the time for swim training and swimming is a technical sport. Okay. It requires some skill and it is not something that I'm really overly adept at. I'm not that great of a swimmer. Have I improved? Yes, a lot, but I am not, that's not my strong suit. And I know that. So the first time I did that triathlon, that short triathlon, I was scared shitless, you guys. But you know what? When I got done, I felt so good. I felt so, so good. Even though I was like 
the sixth to the last person to enter the water, and I was the third from the last person to come out of the water. It didn't matter. It was my race, right? There were people crossing the finish line when I was like in T1, just getting out of the water and going out onto the bike. So, but that, that doesn't even matter because it was, I accomplished that. I overcame that. And that the whole swimming thing scares me. When I did uh, Ironman Des Moines, I was still with a couple of races under my belt already, shorter races. Um, I was still terrified because I had to swim a whole mile. You know how far that is to swim a whole fucking mile? Dude, like go out and look out on a road a whole mile. Now imagine yourself in the water trying to swim that with like 3,000 other people. <laughs> it was a shit show. Um, I, and I was terrified, but I did it. And even though it was like an MMA match in the water, I have never been kicked and elbowed and smacked so many times in my life in an hour period or 50 minute period or however long it took me, I think, because what was it? I was concerned about not hitting the cutoff because in an Ironman event, they have cutoff times where you can only, you have to finish a certain section in such and such amount of time or you get pulled off the course. So that was my big, and, and wouldn't that suck to get pulled off the course because you didn't hit the cutoff in the first, in the first leg, I'd have been destroyed. And I got run over by a guy. And then my foot cramped when I went and grabbed a boat. I stopped and grabbed a boat to get my bearings again. And I thought my timing chip fell off. So I was trying to reach down my ankle and then my foot cramped. And then I was like, okay, I just got to go. I just got to finish. And I came out of the water and I made the cutoff with actually some time to spare. So it was good. And then you know, I finished that race and I wanted to die. That was the worst half marathon I've ever run in my life. It was so fucking hot and I didn't fuel properly on the bike. And I took the, one of the wrong supplements and made myself have really heavy legs like an idiot because I didn't know what I didn't know what I didn't know and made some bad decisions. It's called learning process, right? We learn something every day. Mm-hmm. Mind you, peppermint tea, peppermint tea, it's actually not bad. I still hate tea. Uh, no, okay, listen, I don't hate tea. I don't hate tea, but I don't love it. Like I love coffee. I've had two cups of decaf. I've had, I still am zero caffeine. You guys, this is some shit. Okay, see here we just went, took a hard right turn. No caffeine. My natural energy levels are like through the roof. Not kidding. What have I been doing all my life? What have I been doing all my life? I've been heavily caffeinated every single day of my life for the last probably 25 years or longer. And I feel amazing. No caffeine is a thing. Um, I haven't drank either. Although the other night when we were working through budgeting stuff in the basement, like I wanted to go and just put a straw in that bottle of crown peach sitting out in the garage on top of the fridge and just 
drank the whole thing. I was really stressed out and I almost caved and I didn't cave. So I'm kind of proud of myself for that because that's good. And my gut issue is getting better, which is even way gooder. <laughs> but tea still sucks. So there's that. Sorry, Jaylene. T Jaylene is my sipologist. She works for sipology and she loves tea. My mother loves tea. Um, and their tea is really good, but it's not coffee. Mm -mm. But hey, I'm sucking it up and dealing with it because that's just what you do. If you want to make changes in your life, you have to suck it up and make those changes. Do the uncomfortable shit. So if you can take, oh, I don't even know because the range is so vastly different. So here's what you do. You just find a race like a 5K or you join a fitness challenge or you find an accountability partner and you decide that in four weeks you're going to go do or six weeks or eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever. You two are going to pick a date. You're going to put it on your calendar and you're going to do a 5K or you're going to go ride your bikes 20 miles, or you're going to insert whatever fucking thing it is that you decide to do, or do 2,500 bur burpees in one month. <laughs> if you're, uh, that was sucked. <laughs> burp timber, I'm talking about burp timber. Um, September last month, remember I did all the fucking burpees five times, whatever date it was. And then the 18th was doubled up because Dusty's an asshole. And yeah, I, I think in my total amount of burpees that I counted was 2,415, if I did the math right, which uh, could be off. I don't know. But it was over 2,000 by quite a bit. Anyways, so like pick something. I am doing a 10K on the 31st which is the um, Everything Hurts and I'm Dying 10K. It's on Halloween. I will be doing that here probably in town as long as it's not fucking raining and cold because I'm kind of being a weenie right now, which is fine. Because I know I can. Um, not really. I can do it on the treadmill too. It doesn't matter. But I don't mind running outside when it's cold. I actually prefer running outside when it's cold to running outside when it's 90 fucking degrees and the humidity is 110 and I want to die. So there's that. But, um, you know, one of, one of the, one of the people that has really been somebody that has been, um, a very helpful person to me in my, like, journey, whatever. I hate, that word has been so overused, but it's, that's like the only way I can describe it, right? Um, is David Goggins. Like, if you don't know who David Goggins is, I don't know what fucking rock you've been living under, go Google him. Just do it. Don't do it around your kids. He swears more than I do. Um, a lot more than I do. So you guys think I drop a lot of F-bombs. <laughs> If you've ever listened to anything that he has put out there as far as his content goes, um, you will know. And I fucking love that guy. Not just because he swears a lot, but it's because he is to the point, no bullshit, no excuses. The guy is the baddest motherfucker on planet Earth. 
I have yet to see anybody else who is tougher than he is. And if you, if you are looking for a book recommendation, get his book. It's called Can't Hurt Me. Um, I would even actually tell you to choose the audible over the book. Because in the Audible, he has a narrator narrating it, and he's sitting there with the narrator. So like at the end of each chapter or section or whatever, um, they will have some discussion about what he just read. So he elaborates on a lot of the stuff in the Audible. The Audible version of Can't Hurt Me is like, it's amazing. I've listened to it probably six times. And I have, I get... I've gotten so much from him. And every time I go back and listen to it, like if I'm in a funk and I'm like really off my game, I go listen to Goggins. And it's like a punch in the face to get my shit together and get back in the game. So like one of the things that he talks about is um, training. So, you know, exercising, working out, and um, it helps you to focus, right? Okay, so like he says, physical training is the perfect crucible to learn how to manage your thought process because when you're working out, your focus is more likely to be single-pointed and your response to stress and pain is immediate and measurable. Do you hammer hard and snag that personal best like you said you would, or do you crumble? That decision rarely comes down to physical ability. It's almost always a test of how well you are managing your own mind. If you push yourself through each split and use that energy to maintain a strong pace, you have a great chance of recording a faster time. Granted, some days it's easier to do that than others. And the clock, or the score, doesn't matter anyways. The reason it's important to push hardest when you want to quit the most is because it helps callous your mind. It's the same reason why you have to do your best work when you are least motivated. And he goes on to talk about why he loved PT and Buds and why he still loves it. And like a lot of his training he does is the same stuff that he did while he was in SEALs train or SEAL training. Physically challenging your body is a phys- is a is a mental challenge because your body wants to be comfortable, your body wants to just like be lax and easy and just live in comfort, right? So do our minds. That is that is um that's nature. That's natural. So we have to force ourselves to get uncomfortable. We have to force ourselves to do the physical thing, which is why starting a fitness program and sticking with it is so difficult. A lot of people struggle with that. Now, just because it's difficult does not give you the excuse to not do it. If you don't do it, it's a choice. Even people who are like, unless you are a fucking vegetable or you're completely paralyzed and literally cannot move either legs or arms or anything, you have no fucking excuse. Okay. If you're laying in a hospital bed, obviously uh, there are some outliers here. Okay. But the majority of people, you, me, you know, everybody that I talk to, it's in your head. It's all in our heads. And when we start to think about these things that are difficult, we start to mind fuck them. We give them too much power. We take and give away our power and give power to the thing that we think is hard. The challenge, the race, the whatever it is, whatever that change is that we think is difficult, 
we give all our power away to that because, well, I can't do that. If I had a dollar for every time somebody told me I can't do that, that's too hard, I wouldn't have to fucking work. For real. But it's just an excuse. And when you, when you finally decide to take the control, control your mind and control your body, be the boss of your own self and use the boss voice and not the bitch voice, like Andy Frisella would call it, you have to take the boss voice and be the boss of your own self. It's not just being the boss of other people. It's being the boss of our own selves. That's where it starts. It's with us. Each one of us has to take control of our own life. We have to take control of the food we eat. We have to take control of the amount of water we drink. We have to take control of how we move our bodies. We have to take control of what kind of shit we're consuming on any fucking screen that we look at. We have to take control of the the things that we input through the things that we hear. So like you listening to me right now, this is something that you are controlling whether or not you're listening to me or not. And if you don't like what I'm saying, that's fine. You don't have to listen to me. If, if something that I'm saying is making you feel some kind of way, then maybe that's something that needs to be addressed in your life. That's just facts. It's not me being an asshole. I mean, I'm sorry if some people... No, I'm not sorry. I'm not going to apologize. If I come across like an asshole, that's, that's your problem. It's not my problem. It's your interpretation of what I'm saying. And I'm just saying how it is. Like, if you have a conversation with me about things, it, this is just, this just facts. It's not like feelings and I'm not intentionally meaning to hurt somebody's feelings, but damn it, if the shoe fits, lace the fucker up and wear it. That's just the way it is. So if you give yourself something fun, okay, you have to like think of this carrot as something fun. Even though it sounds like something scary, like I'm telling you, I was scared shitless to do that half Ironman in Des Moines. And I trained for two years for that race. It wouldn't have been that long, but you know, hey, everything got postponed because of whatever. But I trained for two years and I was still scared shitless to do that race. I, sh I was more prepared, over-prepared probably, and it should have been not a, a fear factor in my head at all with the amount of training that I had, but I was still scared. That's okay. Do it scared. I did it scared. I went into that water that morning and I'm like, well... Here goes nothing. And that's just how I went with it. And and I did it. And you can do it too. Like, I am nobody special. I used to be somebody who sat in a driver's seat of a truck for 12 to 16 hours a day. I ate fast food. We talked about this. The Wendy's uh, mushroom bacon melt, <laughs> bacon mushroom melt was like my favorite sandwich and their fries are good. And I drank Dr. Pepper. Like, so think about that, right? And I didn't move very much. My step count for each day maybe was probably like 2000 and I'm not, not shitting you. I smoked, I drank, 
I did not exercise and I ate like garbage. I didn't move. And then things changed. I got out of doing that. I still didn't really exercise very much. I didn't take my health seriously for a long, long time. I did not really take my health seriously until almost nine years ago when I fell and broke my hip. I'm a slow learner. And it took a really big, painful punch from God to be waking my ass up. And now, nine years later, here I am. I'm coaching people. I'm helping people get their lives back. I'm helping people to learn how to let go of that old shit. Because if you don't let go of the old shit and let that old you just go bye-bye, wither and die, because she ain't here no more, because she ain't here no more. You can't, if you don't let that go, you cannot progress forward. And if you give yourself something to chase, that pushes you forwards. That's why, um, shit, what is his name? Joe, oh, damn it. Oh, shoot. I could see his face in my head. Anyway, he's the founder of Spartan Races. His name is Joe. And um, he said, that's what they do. You put a date on the calendar and you work towards it. And he has helped change thousands of people's lives. You know, we did, um, I did a Tough Mudder this year. Oh my God, the funnest freaking thing I've ever done. Even though I hated myself for picking the 10K distance, I should have just done the 5K. But guess what? I picked the harder one. Why? Because it challenges me. Because I know that I, if I don't challenge myself, I'm going to slack off. That's why I do what I do. I know myself enough. I have learned enough about myself to know that like, if I am not pushing myself to do something crazy, I guess that's how a lot of people categorize it, then I am just going to sit on my heels. And that's, where the fuck is that going to get me besides nowhere? Nowhere. If you're not willing to put yourself out there and try things, just do something that scares the hell out of you and challenges you, then how are you ever to make forward progress? You're not. You're going to sit, you're going to be in the same old spot 10 years from now, and you're going to be looking back at your life for the last 10 years, and you're going to be like, what the fuck did I do? And you're going to carry that regret. I don't regret any of the training. I have put so much time and energy and money into bettering my own self physically that it is has is crazy. I don't regret one bit of it. Not one. And that's saying something. Because it has helped to shape me into the person that I am today. And it's helped push me further to be able to do harder things, to be able to handle those difficult moments so much better. So when something bad happens, I'm not fucking falling apart. I'm like, okay, that fucking sucks. And what are we going to do about it? Because last time I checked, 
the sun comes up the next morning and goes down every single day. We're still here. I still woke up this morning and I'll still go to bed tonight unless, you know, God willing, unless something happens and takes me and says, hey, time to go. Then, you know, it still moves. Life still moves. Whether, whether we're here or not, life still moves. The world's still spinning. I mean, unless the earth actually is flat and, you know, it's just a mirage and we are really in the matrix. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Tinfoil hat. <laughs> Some of this shit doesn't sound as crazy as what he used to. I can't, can't lie. Oh, my goodness. But if you got up this morning and you're here and you're breathing in and out, you're not done. I'm not done. There are so many things that I want to do yet. There are so many things that I want to accomplish yet. And every single time, like I stop and think about like, what do I want to do? The ideas get bigger and bigger and bigger and scarier and scarier and scarier. But that doesn't like push me backwards. I don't feel the, the urge to pull back in my shell. Those bigger and scarier things are exciting. Those bigger and scarier races and stuff like that, that's just a bigger carrot for me to go chase. Because at some point in time, if you keep pushing yourself and you keep pushing just a little bit here and a little bit here and a little bit here, you're going to reach a point where that stuff that used to scare the shit out of you, it's like child's play. You're not scared. of You're not petrified of that. That doesn't stop you in your tracks anymore. You're like, bring it on. Right? If not, then maybe you need to challenge yourself more. Just saying. That's, that's what the carrot does. It helps. It's that push. It's that external motivation because you made a commitment and don't puss out on yourself keep that commitment no matter no matter whether it turns out to be it's it's a massive mess and it it's just a disaster and a train wreck as long as you showed up and you gave it your best effort on that day you gave it what you had. And you're only going to get out of it what you put into it on the way there. So if you don't train or you don't put the inputs in and do the work to work towards that goal, you're going to get shit out of it. So keep that in mind as well, I guess. You got to put the work in. That's what we do here. That's what we do every single day is put the work in. We ain't done. We, we can't be done. We're still breathing. We're not done. We got shit to do. So speaking of shit to do, um, I'm going to let you get some shit done. <laughs> That's all I got for you guys today. If you are enjoying what I'm putting out there, please tell a friend, share the podcast with somebody else. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. So 
That's all I got. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Go find a race. If you can't find a race and you want to find a race, message me, DM me, um, and I will get you hooked up. I will send you some shit because like I know all kinds of them. There's virtual stuff all over the place. I just registered for one. It's a virtual one. Why did I do it? Because the medal was cool. It's a Day of the Dead one, which is November 2nd, I think. I can't remember. Oh, also, our Girls on the Run 5K is on November 5th, which is a Saturday morning. So if you are local to Jessup and you are, it starts at 9 a.m. So if you are on the 5K route, the Girls on the Run 5K route, which is on the west side of town, starts and ends at the um, Softball Diamond parking lot there. And we run south and through the, I don't even remember what housing edition that's called, but through there. If you are out and you see the girls, please, please, please cheer them on. Um, some of them, this will be their first ever 5K and they're scared. They're scared. They don't think they can do it, but I know every single one of them can and they will. And it'll be great and it'll be awesome and they will be elated and it will make them feel more powerful, more confident and all the good stuff because that's what it does. So that's it. Keep the dirty side down, friends, and I will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you guys so much. Really, honestly, I do. Have a kick-ass day.